0: Welcome to the Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. I'm your host, Victoria L. Johnson. I'm here with Tiffy Starchild. She's a magical girl, a nerd, host, content creator. You've probably seen her on Instagram doing amazing magical things. And now she's here to talk about Sailor Moon with me. And I'm super happy. Hi.
1: Hi. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you for that intro. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) People don't realize, like, I'm a fan of, like, all the people who come on the podcast, like... I, I really get so hyped
1: like i'm over here blushing i'm just like wait a minute like i don't know shoot let, let me let me go look at my instagram wait okay check the
0: resume um, <laughs> um, but before we do all that um because we will talk about you a little bit later but we start with sailor moon of course yes so what's your first memory of watching sailor moon
1: Oh, my first memory of watching Sailor Moon is in the 90s because I'm an 80s baby, so a 90s kid. And my first memory of Sailor Moon was watching it before school in the mornings. So, like, my parents would go off to work, and then my brother was in charge of getting me off to school um and i had like just an hour or so in the morning before leaving and so it was it was uh either Sailor Moon and Samurai Pizza Cats or Sailor Moon and Mega Man but Sailor Moon was always in that morning lineup and i just went to school filled with moon magic and drama and that is the basis for my Sailor Moon <laughs> love
0: I love that moon magic and drama. Yes,
1: <laughs> the description of Sailor
0: Moon everywhere.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah, and it was the ne- the messy '90s one. So, like, especially the Nephilite's death. Like, oh my god, I was so quiet at school that day. <laughs> Just traumatized, silently traumatized.
0: It was very traumatizing for my six, seven, eight-year-old self. Yeah, yeah. I'm six at that time or seven. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, when that episode aired. When yeah, super traumatizing. I I probably was quiet too at school. Yeah, just thinking
1: it over, just like, man, he really died and just turned into sparkles. Like, they never got parfait. Yeah,
0: so. yeah like chocolate parfait still makes me a little sad inside. It
1: does. And I picked a, a cookbook recently, the anime, the anime, um it's an anime cookbook and in the back they have it separated according to the different animes i'm like ooh, i wonder what they have for sailor moon girl i turned to it it's a chocolate parfait when i tell you i almost threw that book across the room <laughs> oh,
0: they needed oh. a trigger
1: warning for that they like, did. like don't do that that was that was mean hard someone mean wrote this book because that's nah
0: like, they couldn't choose one of Sailor Jupiter's lunch boxes. Sailor Ju- like, her whole thing was food.
1: Like, right. Oh, come on. It, it, mm.
0: Those cookies they made in, in the movie? Like, something.
1: Something. A, a bento box. A little a, a octopus wiener dog
0: right. thing. Yeah. Hot dog. <laughs>
1: I've always wanted that. I don't know what it is, but I
0: want it. Just a little hot dog? Oh, yeah, it's just a little hot dog. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, mean, yeah, like I assumed it was, but I was like, it looks cool. I'm like, maybe it's something else. I don't know what's going on. Are there
1: Japanese markets where you are? Like, close to you? Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'm in New York. So. Oh. You go get yourself some octopus hot dog wiener then, because
0: I <laughs> like, will find some somewhere. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure they have it.
1: I want you to live your dream. Is what I want for you.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. This is my new goal.
1: Good. Good. <laughs> I look forward to this (laughs) in life.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 2021 resolutions on the way. Yeah. Hot dog. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool though. But yeah, that, that, whoever created that book just chose violence. Violence. Yeah. Violence. (laughs) Um, you kind of mentioned it, but did
1: you have a episode, a favorite episode or a moment? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ooh, let me see. But is that my favorite one? I think it's yeah, it's the one, it's the most impactful uh just watching Nephli die in Molly's arms. Everything about that really I feel shaped who I am as a person. Her screen, it became my AOL screen name for a long time. My my AOL screen name was Starlit Parfait because of Sailor Moon. So I think that it had a pretty significant impact that would be my favorite episode i don't know from her trying to get like the whatever zoocytes... and i know i'm using their like awful americanized names but um you know whatever that like that thing that she stabbed him through the chest with and molly was trying to grab them out and she's getting electrocuted and she's screaming the, that is it's just chief animation just top shelf everything flawless Flaw- do they give emmys for anime in america no Okay, well, they should, because that scene alone carried the whole series.
0: Yeah, the vines going through him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the vine.
1: It was just wrong. Yeah.
0: It was so sad.
1: It was sad. I'm over here staring at my wall. Like, I'm really going through it right now, girl. What's the next question? (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Fair enough. I'm just like, damn. (laughs) We're all silent. Just like, man. Moment of silence for me. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that definitely had a lot of impact on me too, I think. Like, just great storytelling, you know. Um, we can go to something happier, though. Who is your favorite Sailor Senshi?
1: Ooh, Sailor Moon, because I've got like main character syndrome for sure. And so I love that she is the princess with this tragic backstory that, uh you know, turns it around and becomes this hero and defends herself. So I love that. But. If I had to choose someone other than Sailor Moon, it is definitely Sailor Venus because she is the definition of ride or die. She was like, okay, I got to be the princess so that they come for me instead. Bet, no problem. I'm her bodyguard. I'm the main one. It's me on the line. And she's so down for that mission while still being really girly and fun and just as bad as a student as Usagi and all those great things. Like I really love that about her character. Like She's so silly in her everyday life and is just the strongest warrior and fighter amongst them outside of Sailor Moon and all the powers that she gets because she's the main character so
0: yeah mm-hmm. I really love Venus I think I found a new appreciation for her in my most recent rewatch because she she does like she's just like cool like just a cool person like kind of just want to be your best friend but also like super down to earth and I was
1: like, I don't know how that, that goes together, but I'm really happy about it. I, I'm looking at her now because I'm so dramatic. I have a Sailor Moon screensaver, and so I'm looking at Sailor Venus right now. I'm just like, you're just so dope. you just, I appreciate you so much. You just, you're not the princess, but you would die for her. That's that's what's
0: up. Also, I realized I wanted to pause for a second for that AOL that screen name because... <laughs> that's going back but
1: it is it is it's It's taking it back you know but
0: <laughs> I love it though I love it um yeah
1: no those are great choices
0: Sailor Moon is my favorite Sailor Venus is definitely amazing yeah I I like it I like it a lot <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about you okay yeah. So, how did you get started in creating all this amazing magical content on your everywhere, really? I'm seeing your Instagram, but you know, you're on Twitch, you're on Twitter, you're probably
1: on TikTok. I, I am on TikTok. Yes, I am everywhere. Thank you for calling it magical. Thank you. um It just got started. I started taking social media seriously and content creation seriously at this point, probably about four years ago, and still have no idea what I'm doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. But when it it became a real option, like, yo, this is something I can focus my time and energy on. It can be something that is a great way of expressing myself. And oh, look, there are opportunities that come along with doing it consistently and going viral is great, but that's really not the reality. So with consistency and noticing what doors have opened up and just even in my skills and how I've gotten better, it's just grown and grown and grown. So I think initially it started off as just a place to express myself. I've, I've been, I've you know, like a lot of people, I've had things that have to cause me to withdraw and really look for new ways, new healthy ways of expressing myself and, and healing and dealing with pain. And that's really what Instagram became for me. It became a diary of sorts, a journal in my captions. As I was going to Disneyland more and more, it became like this photo Because remember, like Facebook back in the day, once you when you did an event or something, and I've seen the memes about this recently, and it's so true. So I know other people have seen them. But back in Facebook, we would upload what was the limit 80 pictures. So we would upload 80 pictures at a time of one event and just put it all out there. And so I've always wanted, I've always shared events and I've always done fun things like the Hello Kitty fashion show and living in LA and being in close proximity to different fashion events and branded events before I even knew what it was and having friends in that industry. Um, I've always come from a place where I like to share what it is that I'm doing because it was just kind of cool. Like it was something different. And so when Instagram became a little bit more serious and you have this curated way of sharing what it is that you're into and with the instagram wall i think of it as like a museum if you come to my page it's like getting a gl- a glimpse of a tiffy museum essentially my interests my work whatever it is that i feel like sharing if i'm trying to elicit an emotion from you i want people to feel good and feel cozy and feel chill and inspired and magical when they come to my page i can create that based off of what they see and what i post and what i create and that's just what content creation is to me and what it's become. The fact that I get paid to do it for most things is just like a happy side effect. The fact that I can like start to make a living off of it. That's really cool, but not why I got started in it.
0: Yeah. I love that you said like a Tiffy Museum. That's such <laughs> a cool way of describing it. And yeah, I'm looking at it now. Like I feel like Every time I look at your page, I'm like,
1: Oh, it sparkles and it makes me happy <laughs> and it's pretty yeah, uh, and I'm just, thank you. Yeah. I it to me it's like a house. Like, you know, pre COVID, my home is, is one that's open to people. Like you come to me I'm going to feed you. I'm going to make sure that you're good. If you need to talk, if you need to just like chill, whatever. And since I can't obviously just do that with people, I can make my virtual spaces have that same sort of energy. So I'm feeling pretty magical right now. And, and the mood changes with my mood. So like I'm feeling magical in springtime right now as we get closer to Halloween. It's going to be spooky season and that, you know, you come for an experience.
0: I and Actually, I was scrolling down and it was like happy sparkles, and then it's just like this black hole of sorts. Yes. Where it's like, God, <laughs>
1: well, that fast. was October. So <laughs> yeah, that was, it was October like, to be taken over. But but that's fun for me. Yeah, it, it's and it's so much excess, more accessible than like. A blog blogs are great and I should probably look into making one but like directing traffic to a, a like a specific website over Instagram this one app that everybody is using it's just a lot easier so
0: yeah no I completely agree and um Jackie you know adorned by cheese she actually made a really good case for Patreon in a way that I haven't heard anyone say and maybe they have and I just wasn't paying attention but like it's a really nice medium between Instagram where you kind of
1: post things
0: but it's not as like open to the world mm. it's not
1: enough. I I thank you for saying that because I need to look at I wanted to look at patreon because the other side of it is like as much as I enjoy content creation everything I do comes out of pocket unless I'm creating something for a specific sponsorship or brand in which case it's I don't consider that creative work like it's a little bit different for me um but like uh Be Patreon, like sometimes I look at the work I produce for free, and while I get genuine joy from doing it, it's hard when it is all coming out of pocket. So I was wanting to explore Patreon as a way of giving more of what I create to people which is the whole purpose but also being compensated in some way because it's worth it and it's valuable and the crazy thing is that I've realized especially doing twitch where that donation option is there and I just put it there because you're kind of expected to whatever Someone, people would drop money. Someone dropped a $200 tip just for like, oh, I just love what you do and you have such good energy. I'm like, now, wait a minute. I've been over here talking and breathing for free and people want to just see me do it for good energy. Like, so, like, people want to support. So, yes, I'm definitely going to look into Patreon because... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking into it too. I was just like, let me let me go ahead. Yeah, like what y'all want? You want some enamel pins? You want some stickers? Some 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 paper dolls? Which one? Like all of the above. <laughs> it's just energy. Just bring your energy. <laughs> <laughs> just breathe. <laughs> just breathing ASMR. <laughs> don't play. I'll do it.
0: <laughs> you never know. Just put that at like the five dollar tier. I don't know. Maybe maybe twenty. Maybe. 50 okay
1: for it, but $200. i'm I'm putting your name on it that you encourage this you enabled this <laughs> I'm okay with that okay hey,
0: if 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 a black woman gets money,
1: listen, you know what That's I will that's, take that let me shake. let me shake my tambourine over here i love it sound effects y'all i do. well and that's my real tambourine i have like a true tambourine yeah yeah no here. yeah i mean i feel like
0: i never do sound effects on the podcast i feel like it's like oh something different oh yeah <laughs> that's so cool though i always wanted a tambourine they seem so fun
1: they are i grew up in you know like super black church so i <laughs> just got the tambourine handy you never know you never know when you're gonna have to shake a
0: tambourine yeah, just the moment just came.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. We use it a lot on my stream. It became like this like celebratory thing whenever I get a new subscriber or a new follower. We shake the tambourine, and so now people find reasons to get me to shake the tambourine. So it's pretty fun. It's- <laughs> that is awesome.
0: That's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. Um. Well, we kind of talked a little bit about, like, your, like, your Tiffy Museum, Well, how would you say Tiffy was created, (laughs) if that makes any sense? Like, where did your love for, like, all things magical and Disney and sparkles and, like, Halloween (laughs) come from?
1: (laughs) I, I, these are just things that I've always loved ever since I was younger. I've always been very drawn to Disney. Disneyland was the only place I wanted to be. Like, I was very, like, if you asked me when I was a kid, I would tell you that I was just Poor and deprived, and so sad. Now, as an adult, I realized how fortunate and privileged I was. We went to Disneyland like once a year. That is so much. But of course, as a kid, I'm just like, I never get to go to Disneyland. Right. So, but Disneyland was just like the one thing, you know, it was my birthday trip. So I chose Disneyland each year, had all the movies, could quote them by heart. And I really don't know what it was about Disney specifically that really pulled me in. Disney had my attention like that. Sailor Moon had my attention. The X-Men had the attention and and specifically Storm from the X-Men. I was really joined. Yep, I was joined uh drawn to Chun-Li, Cammy, strong women basically. So something about I don't know what it so something maybe about femininity and womanhood and and watching stories about women maybe that had something to do with it because I've always pegged myself as like in that Disney square growing up. But now talking about it with you, there were all sorts of strong female characters that I was drawn to. I think Disney just gave us the most material back then and gave us a whole land to play in. But that was it was what I was obsessed with all of those things growing up.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I never thought of it that way because I grew up loving Disney too, and I wonder if it's like what you just said, like because it was the only place where I could consistently get women as main characters. Because mm-hmm. even so, like I love Belle specifically, just like feels like, oh, it's like a strong black, you know, <laughs> no, strong black character. I was strong. Like, uh! <laughs> <laughs> strong woman character i'm so used to you know it's okay That's <laughs> it just came out but yeah it was a strong woman character um who is not black but <laughs> just like super like not taking anything mm-hmm. from anybody mm-hmm. gonna read my books
1: <laughs> like, right right get out right, my right, face right, right. i'm not going to marry him right 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 right, right, right. right. save my daddy right 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 like <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think those are tend to be the ones I because I also I mean, Anastasia is not Disney, but exactly like, also gravitated towards that. And I, I think and you know, I was in wa- like Mulan, um, mm-hmm. Pocahontas, like really strong characters, women characters. And I think you got some there. Cause same thing like
1: Sailor Moon. I love Storm. I love Xena. Oh, yep, I loved Xena. And, and I'm really thinking, like, this is a, a revelation because I really did. I, like I said, always put myself in that box of, as well of strictly loving Disney growing up. But all the characters you just named, Buffy, I rewatched Buffy. I probably know a mu- as much about Buffy as I do Sailor Moon. I literally rewatch the entire series every year around Halloween time. It's just on in the background as I'm working. And it's one of those things I was also obsessed with. So I think it's not so much Disney. I think I really loved strong women characters and Disney had most of it. Because, yeah, I'm having a whole realization about myself. I got to rebrand my whole thing now after this. Damn it. So, mm-hmm. no. <laughs>
0: I feel like the, the magical Ayatma. <laughs> Is
1: that her you Ayana? Ayana? Oh, yeah, Ayana. (laughs) You just fixed my life. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Now I know. And with Storm, it was just like, she kind of gave that Disney princess feel. Like, she had amazing hair. Like, they gave her white hair and blue eyes. So, not quite all the way representation looking just like me, but still. But still. Beautiful, dark skin, so strong. That to me was just like the pinnacle of everything. Yeah, just like power and beauty and black and I was just like I want it all you cannot tell me I cannot control the weather
0: right let it
1: sprinkle outside I was out there arms spread winds rise yep I summon you no yep, yeah, that was me. <laughs> definitely
0: totally 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 yeah no I I think there's definitely something there and you know it's the other thing with Sailor Moon like you had like a bunch of, like 10 women characters just all badass and <laughs> just like yep we're just gonna put it all in one show and there's one guy and he only shows up like for two minutes
1: of every episode and he does not do anything he is d- and then and, and that to me if i could just be real with you for a second i think that explains some of the, the choices i've made when it comes to relationships from watching sailor moon <laughs> and thinking that tuxedo mask was in any way useful or good that was toxic as heck and I'm over sitting there thinking that it's the, the, the peak of romantic relationships it explains so much at this point
0: <laughs> when you put it like that <laughs> <laughs> you know I will say though there's a counter argument because I, I do agree I don't think he does much but I have heard counter arguments that I think it's kind of nice is that he's like supportive of her and kind of like I'm not going to outshine you like I'm, a, I'm here to support you kind of way but then he gets kidnapped yeah. and it's like you could have just stayed home, honestly. Like exactly. you just caused
1: more. The next time you wanna support me, sir, please just send me a, a text. Babe, you got this. Go kick his ass. I just uh, send me some emojis and, and wish me good luck. Because if I have to go rescue you and you out here getting your whole heart changed against me, and now I gotta either kill you or you gonna kill me. Sir, stay home. Order a pizza and I will see you when the grown up work is done. Because that's all a tuxedo mask is he's a a just nice decoy for the bad guys to get to me so yep
0: absolutely couldn't (laughs) agree more also the way that you put that reminded me of something else i wanted to bring up is that i watched all of buffy and angel solely because there was a den of geek article comparing Mm -hmm. buffy and sailor moon Mm -hmm. characters um and it was kind of spot on. Like, I didn't want to read it because I was like, I don't want spoilers for Buffy. So I read, I watched all of Buffy just so I could read this article. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's commitment. I respect that a lot. <laughs> Plus, like, I was dating a guy at this high who's like a big Buffy fan. And I was like, all right, I'll, let me finally give the show a try. I've known mm-hmm. it
1: for a long time. Let me do it.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't know if you've read the article, but it, it makes
1: points. I haven't. And I would love to see that comparison because, I, yeah, I love those them both. And was it saying that Angel was com- comparable to Tuxedo Mask because he's useless? Because I agree.
0: Yeah. And, oh like, the whole turning evil, you know? Yeah,
1: so mm, don't get me started. This will turn into a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, and no, nah, we'll keep seeing because I have feelings. <laughs> I get it. I get
0: it. But I will say the one thing that, like, I was just like, whoa, was um <clears throat> they had Sailor Mercury compared with Willow. Mm-hmm. um, And I don't know if you know, in... The live-action Sailor Moon, she becomes Dark Mercury, like an evil version. Mm-hmm. Dark Willow in Buffy. No. And then, like, you know, Willow gets with Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, Sailor Mercury gets with Greg, I think his name is, who, like, it becomes one of the Rainbow Six monsters. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, mm -hmm. Oh, it's just like, oh, like
0: there's layers to this. There
1: is. I never knew about live action dark Mercury, but I do remember Greg and the Rainbow Six. And that's, yeah, I would like to read this article because that's
0: that's fast. And then they put Luna and Giles together because they're like
1: British and guardians. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was betrayal, though. Like watching the 90s version growing up, and Luna was that very stuffy, you know, British. Da-da-da-da. I did not like Luna very much growing up. But then getting other versions of Luna, and you're like, oh no, you're so sweet. Like, you're still a guardian, but you're not as crotchety as we were led to believe, you know? They did us dirty in the 90s. They were not cousins. It was weird. Don't do that to us. We we could have handled it. So bad. We really could have.
0: I don't know why they went through all that trouble for like, because I mean, it's, it's, someone else made a good point, I think on Twitter is like, you would rather us believe that there are, they are like cousins who are way too close. Way. To be, way like there's cool. incest going on. Right. No
1: question. No question.
0: A, a consenting adult relationship between two women, like.
1: What is going on here? So when I got internet access and like was discovering the truth, (laughs) I feel like that was a a, a much worse way to to take that journey and just being like, wait, 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 (laughs) what? Shout out to the internet access. (laughs) You know, it changed things. And back to that AOL, Mm -mm. those Mm -hmm. chat rooms, I learned more in those chat (laughs) rooms.
0: Yeah, them discs in the mail. Listen. <laughs> <Like> trouble. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Not
1: straight to into- AOL is a gateway. Right?
0: <laughs> gateway. Internet.
1: It <laughs> Wasn't is. Wasn't it internet or a computer called gateway too? I think so. I'm pretty sure. But okay, here's a really one. Do you, Okay, you remember AOL, but do you remember Prodigy? I don't. Wait, are those the DVDs? Like the encyclopedia things? No, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, um, Prodigy, and I only remember it briefly, it was like right before AOL, or maybe it was the same time as AOL, but it was never, it never took off the same way, but like, I just remember in our family home, in our one computer, we had Prodigy for a brief second, and then we went straight to AOL, and like, that was... We thought, I don't know, the world opened up and I, internet, ah man, oh jeez I definitely would have gotten kidnapped as a child just because, no, because we didn't know about internet safety. Yeah. I'm looking back at my little friends that I had, definitely grown ass men, 100%, 100%. Right? Did he ever fake
0: your age?
1: I am the original catfish.
0: Same. <laughs> I, thought, I think back to it and I'm like, oh my God, these poor men would have got arrested Cause I was like, oh yeah, I'm totally like an 18 year old blonde.
1: <laughs> Listen, oh see, but you, I still made myself 16. That's so they would. They knew what they were doing, and even if it wasn't like anything bad, as far as talking, as an adult looking back, they didn't have no business talking. <laughs> they had no business. And I feel like, like I don't know, I convinced a whole group of people that I was a neighborhood full of rich white kids uh yeah I had many different personalities <laughs> it was so bad it was so bad you are next level because I
0: just like pulled pictures from the internet from like random models and I was like this is me
1: <laughs> man no I still have a bracelet that one sent me he lived in Florida sometimes yeah I feel like looking him up sometimes and being like hey so do you remember back in night? 1998 you were talking to triplets named randy mandy and candy so as it turns out like it's tiffy it's me it was tiffy all along
0: (laughs) i I actually kind of want this to be a reality show where like people who catfish people like as when they were kids, and go up to adults, like, yeah, actually, you were talking to a twelve-year-old.
1: But you know, I I have done that because I've been that type of bored in the era of Facebook. I've looked up people and been like, hey, so, and and not even people I've catfished. Like I found one of my one of my first little America Online friends. Um, he he, I just happened to look him up on america online i was like hey do you remember having this little friend like way back in the day and he was like yeah and i'm like that's me and he was like what and like so now we just kind of exchange he, he sends me pictures of his cat so like it's very like cute and pure and it's just this was my childhood internet friend from way back in the day and because i'm that i'm a super nerd so i used to role play on aol and just like the geeky stuff not the weird stuff and one person it's like the funniest thing because It was in college, so I can't even say I was a kid. I was just... I've been just a nerdy adult and everything. So I was role-playing in college, and then after college, stopped, obviously, and then got curious recently and looked up the person that I had this long-standing Harry Potter role-play with, and it turns out that they're big in the nerd industry now. Like, they're a writer, and they had... But they were a catfish the whole time. right? Right intrigue right but i didn't care like what do i care i just wanted to see if you was my friend and it turned out that they had seen my video that had gone viral like my i had a mario video from years ago when i cosplayed and like some dude at Comic-Con had a saxophone, so he starts playing the superstar theme. And so I... But I don't know. He had this video and was just like, oh my God, who is this person? It was me, your friend from long ago. So just a cool internet moment. That was a long story. <laughs> right? Oh <laughs> it right? was I love that so much.
0: A similar thing actually happened to me because I was... I had like an internet friend in uh, middle school and then I got to high school. I think I was either... It must have been either a freshman or a sophomore. I can't remember. And this guy just kept staring at me. And I'm like, why is this guy staring at me? Like, what's Hilarious. going on? <laughs> um, and, you yeah, know, he was at school, too. So it wasn't, like, an older guy. Right, right, And then right, he comes right, up to right. me and he's like, are you such and such? And I'm only blank- blanking it because my mom uses my handle now. Because I didn't have, like, a weird handle. I, like, took my dad's and just used theirs. I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, didn't have, like, a-, a cool one like everyone else. Um, oh. I did have one <laughs> later on on MSN, but not on mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um And then I was just like yeah and he was like I'm such such and such and I was like what <laughs> and like all the things he told me about himself I was like it all fits because I remember he said like oh, I have a lazy eye and it was funny because like uh, <laughs> he would talk like every day and then I remember one day he invited me to meet him at a park and I was just like nope stranger danger mm-hmm. I actually don't know you <laughs> right right and I never did and I was just like look at that he was actually telling the truth <laughs> you're so,
1: wait i'm sorry you said that he had a lazy eye or or yeah he, he had a lazy oh, eye yeah. i was oh, like oh, a little oh. lazy eye yeah oh well that's good you are real this whole time like on the circle when someone gets kicked off. wow hmm. well <laughs> you're a real person yep
0: so fun times but yeah i don't remember a prodigy i'm kind of looking at it and i feel like it's i'm um, like it looks familiar but i feel like i'm like making that up that's funny.
1: I do that all the time. I'll be like, is this a memory or do I just have a really good imagination?
0: Right. <laughs> but um, I did have Netscape. I don't know if you ever did Netscape.
1: For I, those I, it's ringing a bell, but I don't know if we, like, I don't know if we use it, but I remember Netscape being a thing. I don't know if my family used it or not.
0: Well, going to the internet, Um, what's some of your favorite anime? Like, what, what anime were you watching back then when, you know, you had to, like stream things on sites that may or may not have been illegal and <laughs> what anime do you like now
1: um so obviously sailor moon dragon ball z dragon ball gt i'm not close enough to know anything really about it but it was we were really limited in the access that we had to anime so it was just like uh sailor moon and goku went hand to hand so i i grew up watching sailor moon and also dragon ball but that's uh yeah so i don't know a lot about it but i do just remember sitting there watching it a lot Roroni kenshin my cousin was a big fan of that so i ended up watching a lot of Roroni kenshin i don't know if mega man does mega man count as an anime like that that old cartoon or is that more i'm not sure at this point in my life but i watched a lot of that because that's another one that was on In the morning before school, and I had a huge crush on Mega Man because I had weird crushes as a kid. But I did too. Okay, thank you for validating
0: me. (laughs) I liked Ken from Street Fighter at some point. I don't know why.
1: Wait, who from Street Fighter? Ken. Oh my God, same. Do you remember the animated movie? What do you say? Did you do you remember the animated movie, the Street Fighter yeah. animated? Movie? Oh my God! And they had Ken with all that muscles, and he had that like blonde fiance. I when I, I felt so much hatred in my heart for his fiance because my crush on Ken was so real. Yeah, oh my God, you're taking me back. You're taking me back. I'm I, just happy I, I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, you are not alone. We'll, we'll we'll start the fan. My crushes, my childhood crushes. <laughs> right. did you also like the black ranger because i feel a kinship yep
0: i did yeah because yes. like you know yes. i don't know he's just really cool i also liked tommy though the white ranger
1: absolutely i liked tommy i didn't like jason because he had a bad attitude i feel like that's why kimberly ultimately ended up with tommy you know uh no one was really checking for billy like that and zach knew hip-hop keto so that like there you go yeah yeah, I mean, that's that's sound logic to me. Yeah, so I'm glad we had similar childhood crushes. Just so you don't have to feel alone. We're good here. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you were saying, um, oh. Mega Man is an anime. I would say, I would say it's
1: an anime. Okay, then cool. And that one, those were the ones growing up that I can think of off the top of my head. And then like later on, like Oran high school host club. Right now, I'm really into My Hero Academia. I love all of the Miyazaki films uh and I'm open to more Princess jellyfish. My friend has me into fruits baskets that remake right now uh <laughs> uh let me see i will not I will not do attack on Titan I cannot do attack on Titan'm <laughs> saying there's
0: a lot of good crush material there I'm just saying,
1: but I get it. It will have to go. I'm going to have to leave that to the fandom to carry the torch. I tried, girl, I tried to watch Attack on Titan and use it. Listen, so like I was with somebody at the time, right? And we were getting busy. And because we're nerds, we're just like, let's put on Attack on Titan, this anime in the background. No one finished. No one finished once the episode finished because it was just like. Was it, did you fall
0: asleep or were you just bored
1: or were you just like, this is too much? Oh well, at the end of the first, can I? Um, yeah, the end of the first episode. oh boy's mom gets eaten in the most like saddest, gruesome. It's sad. She has she has like her arm outstretched to get away, and then she gets you see her get chomped. So if I can paint a picture, just imagine for a while as the end of this episode approaches and all the action that happens before that moment, I am mid-relations with somebody. We are both like naked watching this anime on my bed and just frozen. Both of us just like completely just mortified watching this anime. Why we put it on to begin with, I don't know. That's a valid question, but not the point of the story. So let's let's reel it on in, but like, kind. Eh, it, I, don't, I don't I don't know why we started out. We could have put on anything in the world. I don't know why we. Mm. But <laughs> I never made it past that first episode. Is the whole point of that story? It was Not real bad traumatizing bad. experience. Yeah, and I hope that you think of that anytime you watch it. Anytime <laughs> Attack on Titan crosses your feed, just reflect on this conversation. <laughs>
0: I might. Oh
1: God! <laughs> Probably won't. I'm sorry.
0: I'll just replace it with with something else eventually. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Disassociate. So um, yeah. So, and what's your favorite? I want to say anime merch, but I feel like you have more merch. What's your piece favorite piece of nerd merch that you own? Like period. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm like turning around to look around my room right now. Um. My favorite piece of nerd merch. Wow. Oh God. Oh, oh. Uh, they're all looking back at me like, "Mother, um, me choose talk. me, choose me." <laughs> um, gosh, is there one piece? Well, I think. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a doll collector as well, because uh, I'm a collector as well, and so I do collect like the 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 amazing designer. Disney princess dolls, they release Disney ones and villain ones each year, and they're super amazing. So those are among my favorites. But I think probably the most random coolest item I have, which is so strange, um, it's a master replica lightsaber, and it's one half of Darth Maul's lightsaber. And this was from, I probably got this back in like 2007 or something like that. And I got it as payment for working at a convention from the master replica prop people, the propica people, uh, or sorry, not propica because that's different, but the master replica people, but I've never seen Star Wars and I don't know anything about Star Wars. I can't tell you anything about the character that carries this lightsaber, but it was back before lightsabers were more accessible and just being made. And it's this like amazing light up when you light it up, it, it, and it's like all bright and things and you move it around it makes sound effects when you hit it against things it makes clashing noises it's so cool and so expensive and I ended up with it by chance and I've just never seen Star Wars
0: that is amazing
1: (laughs) I I feel like someone's gonna come from my head for that but yeah
0: I mean, I hope not. You know, I like to think the Sandman fandom, fandom is, is a nice one, but you never know. But I kind of want to see, like, the tambourine and the, like, Star Wars. I forgot what it's called already. So now, now someone's going to come
1: for me. Uh, the lightsaber. You want to see the tambourine?
0: Yeah. No, like, I want, oh, to, like, the tambourine oh. in one hand and the lightsaber in your other oh hand. Oh, my God. I feel gosh, like I just, like, you. a really
1: cool something i will i'll find a way to make that happen i'll make that happen for you so i'll i'll dig the lightsaber out <laughs> yes i don't even keep it accessible it's like a
0: way away <laughs> that's understandable it sounds pretty like intense it's cool yeah and <laughs> it's super cool though um and if you could take uh a sailor senshi and put it into anything else that you love i was originally gonna ask you a disney movie but could be anything. What would, mm. who would you choose, and where would you put them as like a
1: mashup? Oh my gosh! If even if it can't be animated, but in any way, shape, or form, I was gonna go for my favorite Sailor Venus and like practically anything. Let's put Sailor Jupiter in a Marvel movie, or like put Sailor Jupiter in Fight Club because she's just so ready to rumble at all times, and I love that about Sailor Jupiter. Um, so I would want to put Sailor Jupiter in a Marvel film where she just gets to slam her fists together and wail on somebody's face.
0: I would love that so much. <laughs> I want it now. I'm going to, like, go tweet at Marvel real quick and be like,
1: hey, got this cool idea for you. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, go go on and take it. Just fly with that idea. <laughs> I'll credit you, but,
0: you know, Tiffany has this, this idea for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think you should do it because you have the bigger audience on Twitter, so it's going to get more traction, right? And then I'll take it to I'll take a screenshot to Instagram, right, right, and that's how we're gonna use that synergy to make this happen.
0: Yes, I
1: love this team up right now. Mm. We should see if we should get the voice of Sailor Jupiter to record sound bits of Sailor Jupiter in a Marvel, in a Marvel film.
0: That would be so cool. I'm actually wondering, like, has she done anything for Marvel? She like also voices like Barto a bunch of other people and I'm like I feel like she probably like is she already voicing a Marvel character that might be actually the only way this actually does happen is like to get the voice actress of Sailor
1: Jupiter to like voice a character in Marvel I think that we should ask her to do it I think that we should ask her if she I mean I don't know what she can do obviously like using that voice and whatnot you know so barring any legal repercussions I think we should ask if she'd be willing to give us Sound bites of Sailor Jupiter in a Marvel film squaring up with Thanos because <laughs> I'd love to see it
0: I would too. I'm actually like going through her her IMDB now because I actually just to see a Marvel oh sheath she plays oh she plays sheath in Marvel rising chaos chasing ghosts so she's so she has done Marvel that's so funny yeah,
1: look at that. I think that we should ask her. We're gonna make it happen mm mm mm.
0: There's a connection there.
1: It's happening. You heard it here first. Right? <laughs> right. Sailor Moon meets Marvel. Meets Marvel. May- oh my gosh. No, no. Because my nerd brain, and even though I know it's not real, and obviously someone's going to explode at the very idea, but okay, multiverse, right? Right? I'm just saying, we could just pull in some of everybody from everywhere. You got the Moon Kingdom representing to help. Like, you never know. You never know.
0: Yeah, they should have pulled up to this fight against Thanos. I feel like they would have won the first time around if that happened. That's hilarious. Probably,
1: <laughs> I wouldn't put that against them. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh, but um, Sailor Mercury going back and forth with Rocket Raccoon, yes, and Tony Stark because she's just so smart. Yes. Oh my
0: yes. god, can we
1: get Sailor Mercury and Shuri in a room together? <gasps> can you imagine? And Sailor Mars going toe-to-toe with um, Doctor Strange, for sure.
0: Ooh, yeah, because she has, like, the, the Mandarin? The thing with the fireballs all around. Like, I feel like they would both have some really They cool... have
1: very good spiritual connections. And then I think for Sailor Venus, she'd be playing with... Venus? Where would she be? Who would she be hanging out with? Maybe Black Widow? Oh, my God, yes. Yes, that is genius. She'd be or it Captain with... America, actually. Sorry. Oh, that as well. She'd be hanging out with Black Widow because I feel like they're both very like I will flirt to get what I need. Like they're they're about that same energy. But Mina is Mina, so she's gonna go flirt with Steve and just be like, "What? <laughs> Show me that again. What? <laughs> How do I it? Would <laughs> you it, <hit>, right? Mmm. <laughs> You said the hammer is... He- what? I and mean, then she just effortlessly picks up Thor's hammer. Of course. <laughs> this was heavy and she's like flipping it in the air. Right, right, right. You mean this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I need... um. Now I need an artist to come in. We, we need the voice actors to give us the voices. I need an artist to come in and draw this. I will provide the stick figure like sketches <laughs> and then we'll just ask them to kindly illustrate this i need it now so yeah writing it all down in a business plan <laughs> or of oh, just a plan <laughs> i support the business plan i support everything that you do
0: yay i support everything you do
1: stop stop i'm blushing
0: Portfest <laughs> over here yes <laughs> um and speaking of that do you have any advice for someone who wants to become a magical content creator and sometimes get paid for it yeah
1: um Ooh, that sometimes you get paid part because this is the lesson that I'm learning. I just had, I just, well, I did not turn them down. They told me that the last step for accepting a huge job that's so relevant to us in the Sailor Moon and anime community, it's huge. Everyone has heard of it. I was told, I was that the last step of this job, the only step that was left was them approving my rate. Ultimately, it came back that they could not work with me because my rate was too high. So whereas there's part of me that's just like, man, I should have gone in with a lesser rate. The other side of it is that you absolutely have to know your worth. So just that last little part and sometimes getting paid for it, understand that that is that's not going to come quick and that's not going to be easy and if you see people that are doing really fun things like um, like getting, going viral and building their fame that way, that is super awesome for those people and not to take anything away from them, but that's super rare as well. And you can't bank on that because you will be disappointed if that does not happen, you know? So all of that messages messaging is kind of tied in together. If you are trying to monetize, know your worth and don't be out here giving away your labor and your, your time your value, don't give that away for free. If you are looking to monetize, understand that it's going to be a long time to build up your, to to, to build up to that level. Like you can't Come in asking for that. So it does mean sometimes building up your portfolio, working and and finding the balance between jobs that you can do that benefits you specifically because you can build a portfolio versus someone taking advantage of you and your labor. Learn the difference between that. And then I think the last piece of of, of advice is to be authentic no matter what. And that kind of is vague-ish. Because it covers a couple of different things. Don't look at somebody else's work and think that you're about to get up and do the same thing. There is only one you. There's only one them. Let them do them. You have to do you. And the other side of that is you also have to be authentic because you can fake anything you want to for social media. You will not be able to sustain it. So if you fake something and you find some fame off of it and you're thinking, cool, I'm going to keep this going. Just know that that takes a completely different type of energy, a completely different type Of grind and struggle because it's not coming from an authentic place. So, just from the beginning, be authentic, be yourself. Know that money's not gonna come right away, but if you want it to and you are willing to sustain and work to get to that level, you're gonna charge exactly what you're worth and not a penny less. So, and I always tell people my DMs are open, it it find it message me on any of the platforms I am on. I do get a lot of messages, so it takes me a a while to get to them and I will find a way to make any I'm not an expert I tell people I am in no way shape or form an expert but when I was up in this trying to figure it out there were people that helped me and didn't withhold information and didn't try to gatekeep me out of it and I've made it my mission to offer that same type of energy to other people so if there's any way that I can help you please just reach out because the table is big enough there are seats for everybody and like just real talk especially if you are a person of color or a black creator i'm i'm trying to see i'm trying to see you win i really do want to see everybody win but if you are at a disadvantage when it comes to winning i'm especially about to help you out so that's my long-winded advice so
0: yes to all of that just like (laughs) plus one (laughs) (laughs) like um yeah i love what you said too about the authenticity because that's something i never thought of in that way like you could not be
1: authentic, but it's going to be hard to sustain. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things I can get up on Beyonce's internet and do and be and be famous and and have much bigger following than I do now. There's a lot of things that I could do, but how long would I be able to do it? Would I enjoy doing it? Would it bring me the satisfaction? You know, none of that is is, is sustainable and it's just not worth it. So for somebody else, if that's your game, I'm not going to judge you. But if you're trying to do this thing for the long haul, I don't know. I I just feel like you will have a much easier go of it, e- even down to what kind of content you want. You're gonna create the best thing about what I do. I feel is that it comes from a genuine place of what I've always loved. I've always loved Sailor Moon. I've always loved Disney. You're telling me that now people want to pay me to talk about Sailor Moon and Disney. That is the dream. But what would I look like thinking, okay, well, sports, that's really huge. I see people making money and making a whole following off of sports. I have no business trying to sit up and talk about sports. I can't even fix my mouth to say that sentence. It's how little I know about sports. So imagine me trying to do the research and keep up and then look at blogs and look at tweets so I can try to stay relevant in a field I know nothing about, or I can live my life the way I do every day. And just share that information. Turn that into content. That's that's how you do it.
0: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Especially because if like if you're not authentic and you do something just for like because you think you'll get a lot of likes and it goes viral, like you may not even know what about it exactly worked because Mm -hmm. it wasn't authentic to you. Like you're not just like oh I just be myself and do this Mm -hmm. like. But it's like, no, I, I like fake this thing. And now it's like, oh, wait, what what did you guys like about this thing? Because I was I was faking a lot.
1: <laughs> right, right. You're not able to pinpoint to try to recreate. And that's stressful. So rather than creating, you're just recreating. And if you and there's so there's a difference between an influencer and a content creator. And I'm never going to be one of those people that get up here and bag on influencers because that's work as well that, it, you know, it it involves content creation. And even within that, there are so many ways to do it. Especially within the Disney, and I know we're wrapping up, especially in the Disney uh, world, a big thing is to get the latest merchandise, to get spirit jerseys, and then you take a picture in the spirit jersey, and then a purse gets released, and then you take a picture with the purse, and that's super valid, and if that's what someone wants to do, that's great. That's not what I like doing. So when I was spending my money on the latest merchandise to just go take a picture in it and post a picture and just be done with it, that was super inauthentic. Instead, I can relate Disney to something cottagecore or Sailor Moon to something cottagecore. And if it's not that trendy fashion thing, then it's still something that I love about this fandom and is authentic to me i'm gonna have no problem doing it often it's spending my money on what i want to do i'm not trying to keep up with the joneses on something i don't even genuinely enjoy that doesn't even make sense so
0: it does not and i feel like you you may be on the roll here but I'll alas just like Sarah moon had the Sailor <laughs>
1: moon says phrase <laughs> at the
0: end of every episode what would your phrase be? The so sailor tippy star child says, which sounds magical Tiffy already. Star honestly, does.
1: thank you. Mine is actually a super cliched quote, but it was my high school quote from my high school yearbook, and to this day, and it is "shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll land among the stars," which super relevant to Sailor Moon, first and foremost. So I stays on brand. Jot that down. But also, it's really true. Shoot for your biggest wildest dreams shoot for the one that seems impossible you don't even have to tell anybody shoot for the one that is so big it is a secret in your own heart because it seems that ridiculous but shoot for that dream because there's a chance that you'll make it and that's super dope but again even if you don't what you achieve along the way when you're in alignment with your goals and working towards it you achieve amazing things so go ahead and put that goal sky fucking high is where it needs to be okay to the moon to the moon because you're worth it at the end of the day so that is my sailor says
0: yeah, i love
1: it so much i also love that <laughs> phrase i'm pretty sure i have either bookmark or something with that on it because i love that phrase it's a good one i never know where i got it from but once i saw it that thing stuck with me for life for life <laughs> same 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 same
0: Um, and then what is next for you and where can people find you?
1: Ooh, um, there, I mean, there's always something going on with me. The best place to find out is my Instagram. Uh, so, you know, Tiffy Starchild on Instagram and really my posts, but especially my stories and my highlights that tends to be where I keep people updated with what's happening. I do have a daily vlog that's been a recent experiment, but that gets posted daily on TikTok and Instagram. You can catch me on Mondays at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's when I stream Black and Disney for Black Nerd Problems over on Twitch. And it's not just Disney. It's because I'm really bad at thinking of names for things, but it's anything nerdy (laughs) that I'm interested in. So if you listen to this podcast, it's a whole lot of stuff, but yeah, I'm all over the internet. Look for me, Tiffy Starchild. And like I said, if you are trying to grow your stuff and you just want to ask me a question, hit me up. Like, I'm down to help.
0: Sounds all lovely. Definitely. We'll check that out. And look, I'll have links down below for anyone listening. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much
0: for having me. Thank you so much for coming on the Salem Fan Club podcast. Oh, wait. Oh, this is perfect. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> and once again, I am Victoria L. Johnson. And you can find me at Miss Old School. That's Old School with a K um, on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the podcast at Moonies Club on Twitter and Mooneys underscore Club on Instagram. And we have merch at MooniesClub.com. So if you want to support the podcast and get some Sarah Moon inspired merch, you can head over there. And that's it. Thanks for listening, Moonies. Yeah.